Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us. This is Zach and Laura, and this is episode one of our For Better podcast. We are talking about conflict. It's actually the first in a series of four. Today we're talking about how to avoid conflict. Hey, Zach. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to your own home. <laughs> I know we're still in my living room. This has been kind of kind of wild, trying to figure out how to use these microphones and talk to each other. And... I know. Here's, I, I mean, we said it before, but we really are not experts when it comes to technology. So We had an expert here earlier today, but he left. Yeah. So we, now we're on our own. Yeah. We fed ourselves. We ate in front of him. And then he was like, ah, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here now. <laughs> okay. So what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about, we can talk about whatever we want, but I had, I thought we'd talk about conflict because it's the thing that people talk about when they come into our office. <laughs> That's why they're there, huh? Saying, what, what can I do for you? We're having conflict. We're having conflict. Everybody has conflict, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what's so important? Why do you want to talk about conflict? I, I, because I think there are a couple of things that people really need to understand uh, that would make their lives a lot easier. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, well, if I, if only I can impart some of this Zach knowledge into well, it's not, your life. It's not that. It's not that. It's actually like a lot of it is based on really, uh, you know, that sound re- <laughs> sound research. <laughs> right it's on. Based yeah. on research. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the word I was looking yeah. for. Um, no. Yeah, I think no. It's not just me. It's it's research. I mean, I think there is um, a couple of things that I find are really kind of mind-blowing. And one is that 100% of couples have conflict. Did, 100? Did you know that? Uh, I've, I'm pretty aware. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite, though, is the couples that come in and they um, somehow they think that they don't have any. Oh, they're con- conflict-less? They're conflict-less. In fact, I had a couple come in just about a week ago and they were telling me about how they never fought. And I was like, Really? Tell me about that. Why don't you ever fight? And then right there, right there on the couch in front of me, yeah. they argued about the, the about they don't why fight. they didn't fight. Yeah. Why they didn't fight. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty funny. And I think the thing that they were calling conflict uh, looked more like violence for them. It was loud and um, yes, and and sort of screaming and yelling and conflict. It takes lots of different forms. It's not just it's not just uh, yelling. Yeah. It's it's often. Uh, more subtle. Yeah. You know, I always ask couples when they come in, I just say, you know what, if I was a fly on the wall, will you please just play a scene out for me of what conflict looks like in in your family, in your household? And sometimes couples will say, you know, like we slam doors in each other's faces and we yell. And that's maybe what this couple was imagining conflict looks like. Well, I always want to know, like, how does it start? Mm, Okay. How does it go? How does it finish? Mm-hmm. You know, it, are there patterns that you can recognize? And everybody's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I want to know, when is it? Like, is it always on Saturday morning? <laughs> is it always on, is it always after, after two glasses of wine? Right. Is it always? Oh, is boy, it always, is it always. It's always. Every time couples have like the knockdown drag out fights, it seems to be like there's always alcohol involved. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think, I think that I see that as often as I don't. I mean, I think some people for conflict, for, for them, conflict is kind of their love language. Oh, it, it, yeah. Like, it's like how they feel connected. Mm-hmm. And I think that can actually be okay. Conflict is intimate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of the privileges of being in a relationship with one another. I mean, 
you and I, we don't have a lot of conflict. We don't have that privilege. We don't, right. we don't, we don't do have that, that level of, in, of intimacy. Right. Yeah. 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 But I bet you have some conflict with Ryan from time to time. No, we are actually one of the, one oh. of the 0% Shh, confidentiality. Has... <laughs> You're not conflict. supposed to let them know you were the couple on my couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rebecca and I, we have conflict all the time. And I think the other thing that we've learned is uh, that we're kind of okay with it in part because we've gotten really good at repair. Mm-hmm. Um, Repair to me is way more important than re- resolve. Yeah. Um, I try to teach my couples that all the time. Staying connected, even in the midst of conflict, is more important than resolving it, especially because about two thirds of your conflict you can't resolve. It's yeah. it's it's hardwired into the relationship. It is who you are. Yeah. I am an introvert that will never change. Right. Rebecca's an extrovert extrovert that mm-hmm. will never change. So we we have conflict every single time we go to a party. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. Because I want to be the first to leave and she wants to clean up. <laughs> so I now we like, go in. Whoever wants to clean up. And now we go into different cars. extroverts that want to clean up. And now we take two cars. Yeah. Oh, that's so smart. You've <laughs> yeah. navigated the differences. Right on. We're trying to. Yeah. That's cool. I, you know, it's funny as you're talking about, uh, you know, repairing and these couples. I, I had a couple. It's one of my favorite stories of repair, actually. Is, um, and I will be really honest. This is my best friend couple. And I'm not going to use their names, but you know, we're on this road trip. I'm in the backseat. I I'm in the backseat. Oh, I hate their dog. No, how can you hate it? It's so (laughs) good. It makes me, it makes my stomach cringe. All right. Well, good. (laughs) So, uh, we're driving through Washington and we're going from West to East, which basically means like you are driving through the, the just grass Hills of nothingness. And, uh, the two of them bicker, they're just kind of like bickers. They go back and forth and it's cute. It's fun. It's playful. But then all of a sudden it's just like perfectly silent. And as a couples therapist in the backseat, of course, I'm like, Ooh, this is juicy. Oh, what's <laughs> happening guys. Yeah. Uh, I think even the dog noticed like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, so he's driving and he's white knuckling it and he's staring straight ahead. And now she has turned her entire body out. Like talk about body language. Mm-hmm. She's looking out the window at nothingness. And I am just, what did I miss? Mm-hmm. I missed something, a break. Some They're in some sort of moment of conflict. And about 30 seconds pass and she turns her body totally toward, I know you know, you know the story. Mm-hmm. She turns toward him and she licks his face. Yes. From, <laughs> uh, from jaw to temple. And uh-huh. he is a furry dude. So for those of you who can't see Zach, he's pretty scraggly and he's still in that damn flannel shirt, <laughs> but he has like, that's a, our perpetual conflict. Yeah. You making fun of my clothes. True. Uh, which I mean, anybody would. So, uh, <laughs> so he my then, wife dressed me this morning no she didn't she didn't no she, no, she didn't she, she refuses to dress me so that was their repair like she was making a repair attempt like they well, and, and of course that didn't have anything to do with the resolve whatever they were talking about was right they didn't resolve it they didn't yeah. solve the conflict but what they were doing was just kind of getting themselves back to neutral just back on on track and he returned the favor with a wet willy so i think they <laughs> you hate that story i do I mean, I like, I like what it represents. I think it's an important thing because, you know, we need to have different kinds of strategies for repair. And it's one of, I know you love teaching it. I love teaching it. We're going to talk about it in a later episode, but I think the critical thing is to understand that repair and staying connected is more important than resolve. In fact, not being able to repair um, is one of the primary predictors of divorce. Couples who can't master that skill, Mm -hmm. they are in trouble. And I think- you can master it in lots of different ways. Um, but I think the first thing to do if you're really going to care about conflict is to make sure that you understand that it's ordinary, that it happens. It's just part of the deal. Yeah. Um, and that most of it is actually 
hardwired into the relationship based on who you are, where you've come from, what you're about. And I think that that is, um, you know, whether it's introvert, extrovert, or coming from wealth and coming from the lack of wealth, or whether it's a religious difference, I think there's lots of different ways that you can sort of manage those differences as you yeah as you go through time together. You know, I had a couple that um it was one of those things where they were really having a hard time. Husband was really having a hard time with wife's just innate uh differences. Like she just was very different from him. She worried a little bit more, she had a little bit more ha- higher anxiety. Mm-hmm. She managed her life differently. And so part of working with this couple was having them recognize what is going to change and what's not going to change. Mm-hmm. What can you actually fix or sort of work on yourself? Because, you know, every couple that comes to see you, what do they say? Fix my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was part of recognizing what can the two of you actually learn as, as far as like a skill set of how to navigate these differences and what's going to stick with you. And it was really like a fundamental shift in their relationship to discover wow, like this isn't going to change. My wife has been like this for the last 10 years. She's going to be like it for the next 50 years. I need to figure out a way to just manage my discomfort, right? Another version of that is when couples say, oh yeah, yeah, that thing that I used to love about him at the beginning is Uh, the thing that drives me crazy now. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So, and it just, it just lingers. Um, Hey, I want, we're going to spend a lot more time talking about conflict, but we are Still learning how to do this. It yeah. looks like we're at about nine minutes. We're hoping that for you guys that are listening, you can expect us to chat for eight, 10 minutes yeah. um, so that you can just bite it off and use it and uh, let it go home. So Little if, nuggets of wisdom. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. What would you say, Laura, would be like a key takeaway for today? Like what could we... What I, could we yeah, I think like the key takeaway is that... Um, that, that phrase that we love, that we want them to... I mean, I'm not the literary genius here. So I'm going to say that for me, the key takeaway is that conflict is unavoidable and that you can't go under it, through it, uh, around it. You have to navigate it and it's a journey. And a part of it is just, you know, gaining that skill set to do it the right way. Because I think a lot of us are just doing it the wrong way or we're avoiding it completely. So I think for me, there's probably two things that have come up. And um, one is that, conflict is an opportunity for intimacy like it Mm. it's a privilege of being in a relationship and i think the second one is that um repair is more important than resolve um if you can sort of latch onto those three things that conflict is unavoidable that it's an opportunity for intimacy and that it's more important for us to stay connected than necessarily to fix it then i think you can get a leg up on some of the couples that end up in our offices cool i like that So um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to just keep rolling and we'll move on to the next topic. So if you join us on the next podcast, we're going to be talking about... Skydiving. Skydiving. That's super appropriate to couples (laughs) therapy. It is more than you know. (laughs) Okay, cool. So uh, if you have any suggestions, if you're listening to this and and there's just something that's kind of uh, on your heart and your mind and you want us to talk about it, send us an email at info at fourbetter.us and info at four is F-O-R b-e-t-t-e-r dot us and it's uh it's me that's answering those emails because zach does not answer emails hold on a second i reply to emails just not all the time and i definitely reply to emails that my wife sends me and i love to answer questions if you have them so just make sure if you want me to answer it you let me know Hey friends, thanks for listening. So if you found this episode helpful, we would love to hear from you. So please review us on iTunes. And if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, we do have a bucket load of new episodes in store. We just want to make sure that you don't miss one. 
And if you like this podcast with Zach and me, you're going to love our video series for couples. It's silly. It's fun. It's informative. Just check us out by visiting forbetter.us. That's F-O-R-B-E-T-T-E-R.us to get our four-part video series for free. And just wanted to thank you all for your time, your attention, and most of your energy that you're putting toward investing in your relationship for better. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.